Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. I can talk about movies all day. You know what? What do we got Maybe we'll do Movie Monday or something. Remember we got in trouble for that one time? I was just about to say to you, remember the time (laughs) you and I got like chewed out for talking about movies on the, I think it was Friday before the Oscars. So it was relevant timely. In February, before the Oscars, it was the last segment of the show. And there was literally nothing. You had done four hours. You did 10 to 2. You filled all the time. You talked, you know, whatever. I mean, I, Eli Manning, I know, came up the segment right. before. Like, it was just one of those, there's nothing going on in sports because the basketball teams at this time stink. Nobody cares. And you talked about the Oscars, brought me on for it. We did, like, 10 minutes on it. End of the show. Woke up the emails. Right. who's going to win, the odds on favorite, all that. <laughs> Although gambling might not have been legal at the time. I don't, That timeline, I'm a little murky on that. But, yeah, we got the, you woke up to it. I got that before I went home and went to sleep. Well, because that was back when the station used to be 24-hour sports talk. And then we broke it up with, uh, you know, the, the movie segment, which maybe did go on a little too long. But I, I remember the the afternoon <laughs> show. By, famous for doing, um, you know, Mike and Dog used to do the Oscars oh, all they the were time. The best, yeah. It came up that day. It came up Monday. But you and I got a lecture for uh, yeah. having and, the audacity and I get to discuss it. the Oscars. And I get Look, it's not for everybody. Most people tune in. They want to hear sports talk. That's what we are. And that's what we will continue to do. But Nick is both a sports sports fan and an actor and it was fun to veer off a little bit goose Fraba, you remember that one too right with uh with his brother oh, John i still goose listen Fraba. i love that movie it bothered me at the time i'm 12 or 13 seeing that movie and like here's another walk of my life that the yankees are completely invading and you know i'm like you at the time i hate roger clemens right more probably more than anybody else on earth because i'm a kid and who else am i hating except for sports hate and then Listen, it's still an incredible movie. Anger it's Management. so funny. Oh, no, it was great. Yeah, Sandler and Jack Nicholson together. Oh, I mean, it was come phenomenal. on. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Oh, it was great. Oh, I love her. She's one of my favorites. 877-337-6666. We'll get back to your calls here on sports or whatever else it is you want to discuss on this Friday morning. Joe is in Marlboro. What's up, Joe? Hey, Sal. How you doing tonight? How are you, Joe? I got a couple things for you. Number one, I know that the higher-ups are probably sleeping right now because the Phillies lost. But you should be on way earlier. Uh, that's number one. Well, thank you, Joe. Uh, I appreciate that. Number two, congratulations. I mean, can't, wait, you, you, can't get, you can't get on any earlier than 12 or 1 a.m. technically. So I'm on, I guess, uh, as early I mean, as I can know, be for now. I mean, there's bridge shows that go on in this station. There's, you know, before games, after games. Anyway, not, that's neither here nor there. That's not why I'm calling tonight. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, first thing I want to say is congratulations to you because – 
Dog got in the Hall of Fame this week. So now Mike and Dog are both in the Radio Hall of Fame, which means, by proxy, you are also a Hall of Famer uh, for being a part of that show for many, many years. Well, if they went in so, as, as a show, I mean, look, I, I got to be honest with you, Joe. I'd love to take some credit for it uh, myself and consider myself a Hall of Famer, but I am, of course, not. And I was only there. <laughs> if anything, I broke up the Hall of Famers. I was there for, like, the last well, year that they were together, and then they broke up, and then I was with Mike Solo. You didn't eat the egg roll, so come on, let's go. Be serious here, okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, the other thing, and I'll ask you later why you're deleting tweets. Uh, I'll ask you later about that. But uh, anyway, the other thing I wanted to say was... On a wild Friday year. Twice we've had now curses, by accident, of course. I don't think Joe meant any harm, and thank you for the call, Joe, and checking in, and... What he was doing is calling Noah Syndergaard a not very nice name. Was that the second time that somebody – it was definitely the second time somebody cursed. I forget if the first one was in regards to Syndergaard as well. It was, I think. Syndergaard's got Met fans hot. Syndergaard's got everybody upset. You can call, talk about whatever you want. You cannot curse. That is an automatic cut dump. And look, I get it with Syndergaard. I'm a, I'm actually not even angry at Noah Syndergaard anymore. Now, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed when he gave up the home run. I enjoyed that he only lasted three innings and gave up two runs. But that's what I expected. That's what he is at this point. I find him actually sad. I feel bad for him. But I don't understand why he keeps taking jabs at the Mets. It just doesn't make any sense. He's a scorn lover, but they offered him 18 million bucks. They offered him 18 million dollars after not pitching. And he turned it down, wanted to go to LA. He wanted to get basically as far away as he could from the Mets, only get traded back to the Phillies. And then find himself pitching in game five of the World Series, which didn't go his way. Take that L, Noah. Matt is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Matt? Sal? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to say I've reached a point in my sports life when I'm I'm not mad at any athlete. I mean, if out of 30 teams, the Mets are my least favorite. But as a Yankee fan, when I see the Astros up there, I actually like Altuve. I think he, he seems like a nice kid. You know, I just love watching the teams play, and tonight I just wanted to see more baseball. In that ninth inning, I I was hoping uh, the Phillies tied it up, but it didn't happen. I just wanted to sneak one thing in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saturo, you guys, I think you forgot to do the right thing with uh, Danny Aiello, the one that took place in Brooklyn, that Spike Lee movie. Uh, I thought I, I thought I mentioned that, but I might not you be. Did? Maybe I didn't. I might have. I might have missed that. But I thought I saw it on the IMDb and mentioned it. Yeah, that was a pretty good one, man. Yeah, you know. But uh, like I was saying, man, I just love seeing it. You know, as much as I love seeing the Yankees play, watching them lose doesn't hurt as much as it used to. Nothing could ever hurt worse than the 2001 World Series. Losing that one, I would trade a couple of World Series to get that one back. Well, what about 2004 uh, getting uh, losing, blowing the three? Not three-only? even close. Really? Not even close to the Red not Sox. Not even close. Not even close, my friends. Now, why? We Explain here. that. Well, first of all, the Yankees were so banged up, we barely got past the Oakland A's. All right, then we 
take uh, Seattle in five, right? And then we lose the first two to the Diamondbacks. And at work, um, I worked in Lower Manhattan at the time. Okay. So, uh, All I, right. I was well, you're tying for, in 9-11, of course. Then that's, well, yeah. a little bit. A little right. bit, of course. But, yeah, I mean, it, it relates. Um, uh, you know, with 9-11 and everything, I was working in Lower Manhattan and for Verizon, and we brought in all of these out-of-town guys that were, because there was so much work down there to, you know, after everything happened. And these guys hated the Yankees, and guys were just killing me with the Yankees. And, uh, you know, when they came back, when Brocious came up two outs in the ninth, I just said, let's get this over with. Just ground out to short, get it over with. And he hits the home run. Then we go back to Arizona Lose games. Yeah, I remember it. And the the way that they won those two games, unbelievable. Off of Kim, the the Diamondbacks reliever with those home runs late, and then you're right. The way that they lost it, and with Rivera on the mound, I mean that was it. World Series yeah. over. Game seven, Soriano hits that home run off of Kurt Schilling. I, I know I was thinking, oh my God, they're going to win another freaking World Series until they didn't. Yeah, it really hurt. And but they won the three leading up to that ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. I recall. And I'll tell you what happened before that World Series even started. The city, Giuliani and them, started just in case planning a parade. All right, and the parade was to take place on because Lower Manhattan was destroyed. They couldn't do it in the Canyon of Heroes. The parade was to take place on Forty Second Street, going from east to west. That was the. Uh, plan that was put in place and even before the world series started as much as i loved the team i said to myself i remember thinking this at the time how can we have a celebration in this city for a sport with what just happened here six yeah weeks it wouldn't have felt it wouldn't have felt right i didn't think yeah. i didn't think about that matt and i don't recall and thank you for the call i didn't think about that uh, at the time, I was just, and now at the time, I hated the Yankees. So I, I was rooting for anybody but the Yankees to win. And obviously, we were going through a totally different, see, I keep it separate. And the same thing with the, and, and look, don't get me wrong, I know what it means and how people were getting behind the team and, you know, rooting for the Yankees, of course, try to help the city heal. I understand that. But I've always tried to separate sports fandom and, tying in things like that. Like, if somebody asked me what I think was the biggest home run Mike Piazza ever hit, I would still say Game 6, uh, two, uh, game six 1999 NLCS off of John Smoltz. Two-run homer to tie the game after the Mets were down 5 or 6 nothing early on because Al Leiter didn't have it. And I'm going, of course, based on the magnitude of what the game meant for the team. But, I mean... Nothing will trump the home run that he hit on 921, the first game back at Chase Stadium after 9-11. And I was on hand to see it, and I remember that night and the feel of that night. It was unlike anything I've ever experienced. Right from pulling into the parking lot in the outfield at Chase Stadium, seeing all the police barricades and missing signs posted on the barricades, it was just it was a, a sickening feeling and just a dark depressing feel and a large group of people coming together that didn't know how to really act. And they gave out flames. It was a very somber atmosphere. And then Piazza hit the home run. Everybody was excited. And, you know, you, you forget about it for a moment. But the game clearly wasn't as meaningful as the game in the postseason. That, and that's why I say that. And when you talk about it with the Yankees, I could understand why you're tying it in. 
on the field, I feel like the worst loss is blowing a three-games-to-none lead against the hated Boston Red Sox a few years later. But, especially after, I mean, like you said, you won three straight. The frustrating thing is you were there. Had it. And maybe things happened for a reason, and maybe it would have been weird to celebrate that. It had to have been. They could plan the parade, and I understand it. And Giuliano, of course, a huge Yankee fan. Uh, How could he not have a parade, regardless of the circumstances? But it wouldn't have felt right celebrating like that. It would have been nice to have the team win and have fans excited about it and happy about it and take their mind off of things. But to celebrate like that in the city, I, I don't think that would have felt right. Good point. Sean is calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. What's up, Sean? Hey, Sean. How you doing, man? How are you, Sean? All right, man. Great show. Hey, listen, man. These guys, these players today, right? I hear see Jose Canseco on Twitter saying Judge should exit New York as fast as possible because the poor baby got booed. And uh, Ariello said something, the pitcher. Yeah, Arietta, Jake Arietta, yeah. Arietta, yes. And I heard there's, there's rumbling from inside the player locker room. They couldn't believe how he was treated. I don't know how true all this is. But, you know, Mickey, Mickey Mantle was booed. Derek Jeter was booed. Who do these guys think they are? Yeah, they but, but Sean, Sean, I will say I am with you 99.9% of the time. However... And and by with you, I mean I let I would think fans should be able to voice their opinion whenever they want and boo whoever they want whenever because generally there's a good reason for it. However, you cannot boo a guy a, a game after he just finished his regular season where he broke the home run record in the American League and in many people's eyes the actual home run record. He's unbooable for at least the rest of the postseason. I don't care how many times he strike out. You cannot boo Aaron Judge this particular year. Next year, whatever. Not this year. Sal, I gotta disagree because the the Yankees are about winning championships. And it's how it's do you not do, you know what? Year. You boo a guy that hit sixty two home runs, you don't deserve him. Listen. They booed Roger Maris when he was hitting 61 because they wanted Mickey to win. It's oh, that's stupid. Before. It's stupid. That it's doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's right. It's stupid. So what does that mean? It's been done before. So what? So we have a lot of dumb things. Well, I mean, he's going to leave over this? No, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's the case, but I mean, I'm sure it didn't make him uh, feel warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> you see, the thing is, the thing is, is that the Yankee, the old Yankee players would stay because the Yankees were paying the money. Okay, I'll put up. Well, the that's the bigger issue. Getting paid. Are they getting? Well, oh, that's exactly right. You nailed it. People came to New York because they were getting the most money, not because they wanted yeah. to put on the pinstripes, not because they give a crap about the Yankee history. They came to New York because the Yankees were paying the most money. And now all the teams can pay the money and they can split and not have to do it. They can go out to the West Coast where everybody leaves the games by the seventh inning and. You know, he goes to San Francisco, you know, they'll have themselves, uh, you know, some tea and some coffee and say, oh, it's okay, Aaron, you'll get them next time. I get it. Okay. Well, maybe, I mean, we, we don't, by the way, we don't know. This is all hypothetical, Sean. We're just, I mean, I I'm guessing that somebody's going to offer Judge more money than the Yankees. So that's number one that has to happen. And then number two, he's going to have to make a decision if that does happen. Does he want the most money or does he want to say, ah, you know, forget the extra 10 or 15 or whatever it is, million? I'd rather be a Yankee. That's going to be up to Aaron Judge. We're going to find out. We're going to find out whether he wants to be in Monument Park or he wants to take off for the West. All right, Sal. Or he wants to take off for what? Take off for the West. Does he want to go to Monument Park? Oh, right. Park well, well remember, too, he's he's from home. 
I mean, you think, see, Sean, you are valuing Monument Park maybe more so than other people. And I'm not saying Judge doesn't want that, but players generally, I mean, he could be honored in whatever city he goes to and have his number retired. You you think it's more special because you're a Yankee fan. True. Right. So true. so for me, if you were to ask me, thank you for the call, me personally, I couldn't care less about Monument Park because I didn't grow up a Yankee fan. I know what it means, and I think it's great, of course, but it doesn't mean anything to me. And I guarantee you it doesn't mean anything to the majority of Major League players. Let me ask you, what do you think means more? And what would be more to you, even if you're a diehard Yankee fan? You're a diehard Yankee fan. Somebody says to you, you could have your plaque, you, Sean in North Carolina, you could have your plaque forever in Monument Park. You could have it live on forever. Long after you're gone, there will be a plaque of Sean in North Carolina, diehard Yankee fan who loved Monument Park. You will have that up there forever, your plaque there forever. Or 30 million bucks. I'm going with option B. I mean, come on. Who are you kidding? So now, because you grew up a Yankee fan and you're not putting yourself in his spot, you think Aaron Judge is supposed to bow down to the mighty pinstripe and say, hey, you know what? I want to be a Yankee. I want to be in Monument Park. That's what means the world to me. I'm going to take $30 million less or whatever it may be. Now, look, maybe he does do that. I doubt it, but maybe he does do that. We don't know. We'll find out. And maybe it won't have to. Maybe the Yankees will make him the best offer and make him the highest paid player. But you got to put yourself in his shoes. I don't think that the fans booing him, though, will be a determining factor at all. I think it was wrong. I, I can't comprehend it. Somebody who, I'll rip and boo anybody. Line them up. They don't get the job done. You don't deserve to be cheered or just have no reaction. Certain players deserve to be booed. Aaron Judge, this year of all years, if this were last year and he had this type of postseason, fair game. Totally get it. I think Aaron Judge in 2022 earned the right to not be booed for a freaking postseason series. I mean, think about that. Out of the gate, they're booing him. After a 62 home run season, shameful. And for the record, we say booing him. The Yankee fans that were there were booing him. I guarantee you this that's a minority of Yankee fans. No way the majority of Yankee fans felt or would have booed Judge if they had the opportunity. There's no way. Because that's just flat out stupid. 877, that's even dumber than the roll call. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. I don't know what we've been talking about this morning. We've done, well, we started the show talking about, actually, we started the show talking about uh, the World Series. Marco and I were doing a little recap there as uh, it was coming to an end right at midnight as I was about to sign on. Then we started talking about Kyrie Irving and his actual apology that he posted on Instagram. And we got into that a little bit. And then... We started talking some hot stove, Yankees, Aaron Judge, movies with Nick Totoro about the Totoro family, all the above. So we've been all over the place in the first couple hours of the show so far. 877-337-6666. Mike is calling from Soundbrook. What's up, Mike? Or Southboundbrook. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. So uh, real quick about the the movie thing. That was pretty cool. one of my all-time favorites was uh, Wahlberg as Papali in Invincible. Did you see that? Love that movie. Was that a great movie? I Man, thought it was that's enjoyable. One of my all-time favorites, right? Yeah, very enjoyable. I don't know if I would put it an all-time favorite, but very enjoyable. And if you like yeah. those, you did you ever see Monday Night Mayhem that we were discussing I, before? I've never seen that. No, yeah, no. you got to watch that. It was. I mean, it's not obviously the same as Invincible, but it's right. a good football movie. Great behind the scenes with that Monday Night crew. With the okay. original Monday Night Football crew, it's it. I think it's must watch if you're a big sports fan. All right, and that Fargo is really good. You should definitely watch. Yeah, it. it's on top of my list now. I got Mac Fargo, and uh, I thought there was something else in there, but at least those two are on there. Right. So anyway, um, on the Giants, like that Seattle game. I mean, they didn't show up at all in any phase, right? You know, special teams, defense, offense. So. And they really haven't played, you know, a team that's going to really give them a real test. I, maybe Dallas, you know, maybe Seattle. Um, so, I, you know, is this, do you think, is this a legit team? Like, uh, obviously they have to get better if they're going to beat the really, the really good teams mm-hmm. because they're kind of, they're kind of squeaking by in some of these games. They, you know, they're not blowing anybody out. I mean, yeah, they're six and two and they find a ways to win, which is great. But, you know, when, when you look that bad against a team, that was what, what three and three going to that game, or whatever. Four and they three. Were. They were four and three. Seattle. They were four and three. So yeah, I mean, uh, I, you Seattle know, you know, right now first three. place in the NFC West. They, they've been pretty yeah. good, and they're at home. I mean, they're not great, but I think right. that that kind of plays to the point. Who in the NFC is great? I think that most well, people. Well, most people right now would say the Eagles. I'm not still. I'm, I'm still not sold. I think they're good, and I think they're right. the. They're probably well, not probably right now, record wise. They're clearly the best of the bunch at 8-0, yeah. but I'm not sold that the Eagles are some dominant superpower team. Okay. So who is? If it's not Seattle, now I personally like San Francisco and Dallas. If I had to make a, a bet on who's going to the Super Bowl, I would pick either the Niners or the Cowboys. But that's just right me. Now. Yeah, yeah okay. right now. All right, so people are going to say Philadelphia. People are going to say the Niners. People say the Cowboys. Some people say the Vikings at 6-1. and one. I don't believe in them. I don't think anybody believes in Atlanta or really the NFC South overall. But tell me why. Yeah, yeah. Tell me why the Giants aren't as good or couldn't be as good as any of those teams. Well, yeah, sure they could be. I, you know, like, but I just they're not. 
they're not blowing anybody out. You know, they're not. But you know, like you say, the NFC, mm-hmm. obviously, it could be anybody right now. Well, they're going to be. Know, they, you would think they're going to be a playoff team, right? You think they're going right. to be a playoff team. So when you say, "Am I, Sal, do you think they're legit? Well, what does that mean? Can they win the Super yeah. Bowl? I don't believe so. Are they going to win the division? No, I don't believe so. But I do think they can make the playoffs. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. They could definitely make the playoffs. But they just look so bad against Seattle. Like, it's one of those typical giant games where – Oh man, you know, like yeah, they're six and one. You know, they're looking, they're looking pretty good. And then, and then they they pull off one of those clunkers where, man, like what, what happened? You well, know? they couldn't like, run the football, and that's a big well, problem because their quarterback, like it or not, is not great at throwing the football just yet. As far as they're not going to be able to open that offense up, whether it's the wide receivers, whether it's the quarterback himself, that's not how they're built to win right now. They are yeah. built to win by running the football, whether it be with Saquon right. Barkley or Daniel Jones. That's part of the problem. Now, look, they will be tested here in these next two games. Forget about the Thanksgiving game for now with Dallas. After right. the bye week, at home against Houston, at home against Detroit, the sign of a good team taking care of business against the teams that they right. are better than. They should beat both those teams. Absolutely. They should beat both those teams. No question about it. And there's really not going to be any uh, wiggle room, Mike, and thank you for the call. There's really not going to be any wiggle room if they don't. Because it's only going to get more difficult from there. At Dallas, Thanksgiving, which regardless of what happens in the next few weeks, I cannot wait for that game. Washington, whatever, still division game. Philly, at Washington, at Minnesota. The Colts, who aren't very good, but they're still... And middle of the pack team in the AFC, and then at Philadelphia. I mean, they had the gauntlet of the NFC East. That would be the one thing about the Giants right now. I mean, look, I know that they're not built to light it up offensively with Daniel Jones through the air. We know that they have limited talent, but you can't fake six and two, right? They've played eight football games, they've won six of them. They're doing something right, they're clearly well coached. And they're, for the most part, a sound football team. However, usually you can judge a team by what they do in their own division. And the Giants have only had one division game. And that was against the Cowboys with a backup quarterback. And the problem for them is they're in the best division in the NFC. With the Cowboys and Eagles atop that division. So they still have three games left between those two top teams, two of them on the road, and then they still have Washington, who, by the way, is 500 team. They're not good, but they're not that bad. It's not some walkover. So, yeah, I think they're a legitimate playoff contender, and that's something that I never would have thought coming into this season. Mark is calling from Northport. What's up, Mark? Sal, it's been a while, my friend. I love the movie talk. I'm a huge movie buff. I love Totoro in playing the, the, the Jesus in, uh, in The Big Lebowski. He was great in Rounders. He is an incredibly talented actor. But let me ask you a question. The, the screener told me to tease you. Did Maybe I'm accurate or not accurate on this. The Batman, did you say with Robert Pattinson... Did you say that was two and a half hours of your life you can't get back? Um, wh- which which one was this? I forget. This is the most recent I'm one. About, I'm talking about the new one with yeah. Pattinson with Colin I, Farrell. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that movie. 
Oh, you know what? Then I'm completely wrong because Mr. Totoro also had a prominent role in that, and he was terrific. He was absolutely terrific. And 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 just another John Totoro. Just, just for clarifying, John Totoro was in. That. I forgot he was in that. But now that you say it, it might in, be. He, 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 no, he was the one at the end. He was. He, he was in. Believe me, I'm 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 almost as good as movies as I am with the Knicks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I forget John the role. Totoro. Yeah, I forget the role. Oh yeah, Colin no, 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 played. The corruption. Right, the corruption right, right, right. I remember him now. Yeah, yeah. But any, but anyway. Um, I love that movie. The, the latest Batman, Batman movie I thought was great. Why? What do you mean? I am, I'm sorry. I thought I, 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 someone else basically said it was two and a half hours. That I, I'm mistaken on that. Oh. Um, anything, anything with Frances McDormand. She's married to one of the Cone brothers. Fargo, Burn After Reading, No Country for Old. What was her Cone latest brothers. movie that that won? She was in something a few years ago that I thought was fantastic. Oh, Mississippi. Oh, she was in No Man Land, which was very no, no, no. good. Oh, you're talking about the three, three, three billboards? Three billboards. Yeah, yeah. That's what she was in. Now, um, I had a hardcore conversation with a with with, with a very uh, uh, very knowledgeable young Nick fan today, and and I know you're down on the Knicks right now, but I have something I want to talk to you about. When Grimes comes back, and I hope this foot injury isn't that bad. How about the first unit being? Let me run this past you, Brunson. And Grimes, because we need defense at the forward position. Toppin, uh, I'm sorry, Barrett, Randall, and Mitchell Robinson. And, and basically, Toppin came in and scored 12, 12 points against Atlanta. All right, so who do you My want? Give me the starting five. I gave, I, when, when Grimes comes back. Right, Grimes. Grimes with the Clay Thompson. Grimes and Brunson, of course. We're going to keep our, we're going to keep our general in there. Right, who else? And the, front of, the foundation is there. Randall, Barrett, and Mitchell. Now, put put Barrett and Mitchell kind of on 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 ice a little bit because if they're not performing, you got an OB Toppin coming in and doing a very good job the other night. I think Tibbs. This is going to blow up in Tibbs' face because he's too inclined to the veterans. And you know what? I'm going to I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something to be very honest with you. Why not put Fournier because he he hasn't worked out and and reddish. Get me a set rotation. Get Fournier out of the mix. Because he's getting paid. Fournier's getting. I know. Look, I'm with you. Fournier does nothing, but he's going to be the starting two guard because he's getting paid to do so. And thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate you checking in. He's they they want to believe in Fournier. They believe he's the better player right now than Quentin Grimes. Now I don't think he does anything. He's supposed to shoot. He doesn't even do that well. But they're not just going to jettison him. At least I can't envision that. I wish that would be the case. I wish they could have moved him and dumped him into one of these trades that they were rumored to do that they didn't do anything. But you're higher on Randall. See, to me, you could move around the other pieces all you want, and we don't know what Quentin Grimes is going to be yet. You hope he could be a, a star player, and I'd like to see him get some run, and I think eventually we will, but it's going to take a while with Tibbs. That's just the way that it is. Brunson's solid. Mitchell Robinson does what he does well, and that's defend the rim and rebound extremely well. The problems are still R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle because they're limited. Three billboards in Ebbing, what was it? It's like three billboards outside Mississippi. Is like Ebbing, Ebbing, Mississippi, yes. Fantastic movie. And Nomadland I thought was excellent too. Did you see that one? No, that one I didn't see. Now, do you get the screen? We get the screeners here, right? 
Yeah, uh, there's so many of them though. I mean, Sal, you know this now. Your your, your daughter. Yeah, is, yeah. There's just there's not enough time, unfortunately, to get through some of this stuff. So I got a million of them sitting there that I want to watch that I haven't seen yet. But those were when three billboards was many years ago, right? Like five uh, it's years like ago, four or five years ago. Yeah. And Nomadland was how long? Two, three years ago. Nomadland was much more recent. Yeah. Because so, and now sometimes we don't get the actual mailers, but we get the digital versions right, of right. it, which is more of a pain in the neck. I'm usually, and I used to be for, I'd say, the majority of the last 10, 15 years, whatever, I'd watch them all. I'm like, I'm getting these. Yeah, I'm yeah, watching yeah. them all, and I love it. However, since the pandemic, like everything else, it I've just like, I've lost either interest or I, I can't, I don't have the time. It's the not the interest one, for me. Can you only do on a laptop, or can you convert that? Because if you're trying no, to watch with your wife, like that's... No, no, you, no, can, no, you can put it on the TV. Yeah, yeah no, like okay. Apple TV, I download the app, and it comes up right on there. Yeah, no, I, it's for me, it's not interest. I love this. I love movies. I love watching all this stuff. Mm. I, uh, It's just been time the last, like, four or five years. Uh, it's just between these hours and, you know, maybe now with the weekends off, maybe I can actually, you know. Right, do something. Yeah, yeah right, I can you I, finally get a schedule. <laughs> which is why, like, most of the time when you mention, like, movies, I'm always in, like, 1997. It's right. like, why? Because it was the last time I had a life. Right. So, you know, I kind of knew. <laughs> I used to go to the theater. I used to watch these things, you know. Now it seems like I can't get around to it. Three billboards won, you said, right? That won the best picture? It should have if no. it didn't. No. It didn't? No. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Uh, what year was that? Was that like The Shape of Water, that one that year? Oh, no way. The movie came out in 2017, so we're probably talking about the 2018 Oscars. And it, outside Ebbing, Missouri, not Mississippi. Missouri, okay. Oh, what we say in Missouri. Yeah. I didn't, uh, but no, I, no, I'm pretty positive so it did not win. Their performances, it looks like they all won the yeah. Oscar for acting. Right. But yeah, I think Marco's right. I don't think the film itself won. Um, pretty sure it didn't, but you got to have to look up which... And what about what, Nomadland? Did that win? No. Nomadland won. So if it didn't win Best Picture, then Chloe Zhao won Best Director. So That movie won something. That could be. What year is that, though? Again, uh, and Frances McDormand definitely won for that because I remember she uh, gave see, I got speech. the list here. Uh, Coda. Did you guys see Coda this no, year? No, one of the ones that I didn't oh, see. Oh, yeah. man. That is a fantastic movie. Although I movie. will say, I, I've also, I had a couple times I had a chance to put it in. And I wasn't ready to sit down and cry for two and a half it's hours. Fantastic. And I just was kind of like, we, all right, I, I, I got to be in the right mood for that. My wife and I, we've seen it twice. Uh, I remember you coming on and praising that movie. I think it was even before it won yeah. the Oscar. It had I been nominated, yeah. but it hadn't won yet. I and wish you I came had a on and started thing. the show talking about how you just watched this movie and it was unreal. It was, oh my God, I love it. Yeah. Gets me to cry both times. Nomadland did win in 2020. And three billboards lost to, Marco was right, The Shape of Water ticks me off. Shape of Water wasn't bad. Did you see that? No, I didn't watch but that But it was one. weird. It was, you, I like weird, see that but one, I didn't see that one. I didn't know. Moonlight. That was the year that... Uh, that was the... the yeah, I, that I, was, I was watching that live. That was one of the greatest television Because <laughs> that also happened... It was like... What was the movie they said the, one? The broadcast took forever. The one with Emma Stone? Yeah. La La Land. La La, 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 La Land. And I wasn't even watching the whole... Uh, like, obviously, I'm not going to sit through the whole thing. It was just late at night. I was flipping through. Whatever I was watching must have ended. Oh, it's at the end. Let's see who wins the last two awards. And then just watching that happen live, it's just like, oh, my. Like, you could just you couldn't turn away. <laughs> I, I wanted to go back and watch every best pick. Now, I've seen almost all of these in the last several years. Have yeah. you guys seen uh, Parasite? No. Oh, yeah. Yo. I loved Parasite. Oh, see, my. I was good I for like Parasite 30 years. Right and the last like the five years, you messed me up. Dude, that movie will blow your mind. I mean, I was like shook after watching that. It was, so, I mean, it was a great it, movie. It will change how you think of people you know, but you don't know how well you know them. So Coda, excellent. I mean, look, these are all best picks. Sometimes I disagree, though. Uh, Billboard should have won. Shape of Water, whatever. Uh, Birdman, Spotlight. You Tremendous, see both of them. Yeah. Okay, so now great. Michael Keaton, both. 
Uh, oh, Argo did win. So oh, I'm, yeah. I must have. Oh, no, wait. Fargo, again, I'm getting it mixed up. Fargo, Fargo was 96. Right. Argo was like 2010 or 2011. Argo was 2012. I remember seeing that in college. Yeah. I go back to, oh, I did see Slumdog Millionaire. I don't recall the King's speech. That's the one with Colin Firth. Yeah. But I go back to basically 2011, and I've seen every one. And did you guys, have you seen The Artist? Silent movie? I didn't watch no, that. No, I was told not even to waste your time watching that. Are you insane? Well, that, I, I haven't seen it. That's what I was told. You gotta no, you gotta watch it. That's the silent movie, right? Yes. The artist. Yes. See, I would. I that would was the never, year after the King's Speech. I would never imagine you enjoying you know, a silent. This film. is the point. Yeah, this is the point. I am a strict like for years. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Tommy Boy, Austin Powers. Like that's all that I wanted to watch. <laughs> and people are like, oh, and matter of fact, I used to run the board. And dogs like you've never seen Jaws, you know, or whatever. And they made me do. I've seen it at the time. I, wow. Now I since went back, but they made me do that Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, like yeah. they made me watch all these great movies. Dog did, and Rich Ackerman. They made me watch these movies. Whatever. So I've started to then evolve. This is years ago. We're going mm-hmm. back, you know, about, well, what, 10, yeah, 15 20 years? 20 years ago, probably, yeah. Right, 10, 15 years. And then I started to open my movie palette up. I love foreign films now and have watched them over the years. The silent film, The Artist was one of the best movies that I've ever seen. And now I'll even watch foreign shows or a silent show, whatever. I have no problem with it. Not that I do it all the time, but... No, that's good. I, I, look, I'm I'm definitely like artsy in this, a lot of this stuff, but that one I just didn't see. Yeah. I just didn't get around to it. I would highly recommend that. We should do, not even that we have to do it necessarily, but like I always wanted to go back, like I said, and just catch up, especially on years ago. There was so the many of these. Yeah, there's very few that I didn't see when you go back further than that. I mean, how many years? Yeah, I know, but wouldn't it be cool to, to have a little history and watch some of these great yeah, movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, going back into the, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys. Like, I'll go back into the 40s and the 50s and watch that stuff. All right. Uh, do your screeners expire? You might have access to a lot of these still. Uh, the stream thing, I think, yeah. does, but the actual physical, obviously, you have the right. DVD. You can sit, you you're can supposed to cut up and throw out, so... I've and I have, of course, all of them, yes. Yeah. I'm sure right, one person, exactly. hit, and I can safely say this because I'm not in the union, I'm sure there's been one person that's physically destroyed a disc in the past yeah. for that reason. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you, they do pile up, though. Well, like, they, what the hell am I doing with all these? They pile up, and it's, it's funny, too, when you watch it. It's almost like Mission Impossible. If you don't explode this disc immediately oh. after the movie, it pops up on the screen every, right. like, four minutes. Right. It's it, hard to get through the movie Does sometimes. it also give you the watermark with your yeah. name in the yeah. middle? Yeah. Well, now, yeah, especially yeah. now with digital stuff. This yes, will yeah. self-destruct in 16 hours. <laughs> You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 